Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Aston Villa fans, and let me take this off because I'm not petty. Uh, hello, Aston Villa fans. Villa 2, Everton 0. Um, brilliant day out for Aston Villa. Brilliant day's work. Uh, didn't look like it in the first half. Um, Everton came and wanted to airily bombard us. They definitely got the better of us for 20 minutes in the first half. Aston Villa regrouped at halftime and came out in the second half and were a completely different beast. Two goals, as I mentioned. One, a penalty won by John McGinn, scored by Ollie Watkins. And I must give a round of applause to Ollie Watkins because five in five, something no other Aston Villa player has ever done. And uh, he must be commended for that. It's a, it's a fantastic achievement. This guy has gone from strength to strength since Unai Emery has been over the team. Um, I always backed him. I have to... I have to say that because this is a momentous occasion for him as an Aston Villa striker. Um, I do think I always backed him. Um, I always knew that he would find form again. You look at his statistics over the last two seasons, he's been uh, he's been um, much, much better than the early half of this season suggested. And he's now showing that he's one of the most lethal strikers in the Premier League at the moment. Um, I know he scored this as a penalty here, but you know, from a goals to games ratio since Unai Emery came in, um, he's really doing the business and congratulations to him. Well done to him. Well done to Aston Villa. We needed a win. If we could only play every game away from home, it might be uh, a plus point for Aston Villa Football Club. But uh, as I say, a uh, win is a win is a win. And after a first half whereby we had to be dogged, we had to be resolute, we rode our luck at times. Um, I think that we'll definitely take that. Obviously, I'm going to come first of all, I suppose, before I talk about the goals to... What could have been a second week of conceding one of those absolutely mind-blowing goals? Um, I think all of you know what I'm talking about. That one where Alex Awobi takes the shot, 
comes off Kanza, who's lying down beside the post, comes back, hits off, and Neil Mopay goes for it with, with Martinez, comes to somebody at the back post, I think it might have been Dwight McNeil, I'm not sure, hits off Mings, Mings has to get a toe to it at, when it's on the line and gets it out over, uh, out, out from danger. Absolutely mind-blowing stuff that was. And yet a, a, another goal we could have conceded that would never, ever be scored in a million years. But thankfully, we didn't concede that goal. And Aston Villa went on then. And as the, you know, the two goals we scored, the, the penalty we got was that was a penalty. I, I, I think it was a penalty for sure. Um, Everton had a penalty penalty showed afterwards in Mikalenko. The crowd shouted for it. That was nowhere near a penalty in my book. Uh, it just wasn't. It was a perfect challenge. And I think VAR did the right thing there. Um, Ali Watkins stuck that penalty. And he was, it, he could have been inside his own head after uh, Jordan Pickford made that absolutely brilliant save from the header just moments before. But Ali Watkins stood up. He has missed a few penalties over his career. He stood up, stuck it in the back of the net, gave us a 1 0 win. And at 1 0, I never thought we were going to lose, obviously, at that stage. I, ju- I thought we were going to go on and, and, uh, and win that game at 1-0. I, I didn't even see a draw in, in, in the books then. We, t- we, we seemed to puff our chest out a small bit more. The second goal was brilliant. The second goal was really well worked. Um, Emi Buendia came on. He made such a big difference. Pass, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he passed the ball to McGinn, who won the penalty. And then he comes on and he scores the goal. Um, we spoke beforehand to see was there method behind the madness. We tried to search for it. Maybe that Leon Bailey was there to stretch their defence in, in counter-attacking play. It didn't work for Leon Bailey again. Um, all too often this season, it hasn't worked for Leon Bailey and last season as well. When it works, it works. When it doesn't, he spends a lot of time on the ground. Um, and when he came off and Emi Buendia came on, it looked like it was, um, you know, Aston Villa looked, looked more tooth, toothful. If you're toothless in attack, then are you more toothful? Does that make sense? Um, if if it doesn't, you know what I'm saying anyway. Um, so that was good. That was great to see. Um, but Aston Villa two, uh, Ever Everton nil. I'm 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 buzzing. I really am. This won't be a very long one. I do have to hop in the car and and, and travel uh, very very soon. But I just wanted to give a, a shout out to a couple of players. I thought Matty Cash had the, had a really really tough game against Dwight McNeil. But you know what? I still thought he played really well. It was a battle out there. I thought it was an old-fashioned um, late 90s, early 2000s Premier League battle between a winger and a fullback. And the winger should nearly always get the better of a fullback. But I thought Maddie Cash was dogged. He thought he, played, he really dug in there. Yes, Dwight McNeil um, got the better of him and crossed in so, uh, a lot of balls. But I thought Cash showed a lot of character not to give up, not to foul him, not to resort to, to silly things like that. And I thought that he, uh, I, I want to give him a shout out as an honorable mention. Thought Tyrone Mings was really disciplined today as well. Really liked how he played. John McGinn as well. Uh, John McGinn went through a ton of work. Um, gave away a silly foul at the edge of our box just uh, on the stroke of halftime um, when he kind of dragged down on Anna trying to play for a free himself. But apart from that, I thought he got about the field. Um, Ollie Watkins, I thought, was really good. Buendia was really good. Um, you know, players that I think need to really kind of sit back and, and, and look it up in their game. I think Jacob Ramsey couldn't get into this game today. And, and uh, I think he needs to... I think he needs to um, get used to playing that position a small bit more. Um, but once again, he's a young player coming back from injury at the start of the season, uh, thrown into this game. Um, probably late in late in the week, Coutinho, I would imagine Coutinho was starting in that position. Jacob Ramsey is thrown in there late in the week, but didn't really affect the game an awful lot. But wasn't poor by any means. Uh, Leon Bailey was the only one that really kind of stood out to me that was, you know, things broke down when they went through him. 
And uh, when Buendia came on, we looked like we were a, a better force going forward. So that's food for thought, I think, for Unai Emery. And if Unai Emery is going to drip feed John Duran into this team, I think he might need to drip feed him a small a bit quicker than, uh, than we've seen. Uh, just because when when since the since the the transfer window is closed, we've seen some players elevate their games. Ali Watkins mainly being that part, being that player. Um, uh, we needed Leon Bailey to to up his game since the transfer window closed. We aren't seeing it just yet. He, he arguably was a better player. Um, when uh, well, he wasn't arguably. He was better when he was scoring goals and everything before the transfer window closed. But look, we've had some tough games. He does need to. To, to, to get better and we need him we need this squad we we can't have players who are that low on confidence and that low on form and um, we just can't have them within it we, uh, you know that are because are, uh, we're going to need everybody to contribute we really are um martinez i want to i want to spare a few words for for Amy martinez made some really really good saves when they were needed a header from onana um you know uh, and Yes, he did get booked for time-wasting again, but I'm sure people won't mind him time-wasting in the 77th minute when we're 1-0 up as opposed to time-wasting in, what, the 64th minute when we, when it was nil all. Um, or, sorry, not when it was nil all. It was two all against Arsenal. Um, I suppose it's different when we look at it that way, but I thought he was really good today. Um, I thought he was... Uh, he he um, I thought he made up uh, for, uh, for his performance against Arsenal for sure uh, there. I'm going to come to some of your comments in a moment. Um, I just want to check something here in the in the, actually I won't bother. We won't get into statistics or anything. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, I just want to check some of your comments, everybody. Oh, a couple of super chats in there. Thank you so much, Derek Villafan. Really appreciate it there. He says, the last 10 minutes, perfect game management. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. We learned, we looked as a team as if we coherently learned to not press the panic button and just kind of breathe out and 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 understand that we needed to get these points away from home, which is fantastic. Joy Piccolino, what a fantastic, what an absolutely amazing name. Brilliant. Round of applause. If that's your real name, I'm jealous, man. I'm jealous. That's a super, super name. And thank you so much for the for, for the super chat. I really appreciate it. Um, as well, a couple of guys there in there. Really random review says brilliant performance. Peter McTaggart says fantastic second half. Um, uh, Tim Mosley says great result. Um, uh, music Junkie. I was going to save this one for the very, very end, but I do think I'm going to say it now. He says, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Absolutely. If you think I'm not going to enjoy what I'm going to do later on this evening, I'm going to a gig for the first time in a while, and I'm going to enjoy the absolute hell out of it. And uh, I'll deal with the sore head in the morning. So um, I will definitely enjoy myself 
Um, armchair, Aston Villa armchair fan says, tough match, not a lot of quality, but fantastic result. Well done, Ali, five in a row, buzzing for him in the team. Um, I, I don't think we needed quality today. I don't think we wanted to have a, a silky performance. Uh, I, I wanted more of a coherent performance, and I wanted us to... To, to look like we were doing something at the back. And there was times when we didn't, I have to admit, there was times when in that first half in the last 20 minutes where we wrote our luck. And that's okay too, because I think that balances out for the poor luck we had uh, with the ball coming down after crossbar hitting Emmy Martinez last week. So if they say that your luck balances out over the course of over the course of the year, I think we can fairly say the last two games did that there. Um where else are we? Um, Chris Cal says that Watkins now showing why we pay the money. Class and great for the lad. He, he, he seems like a super, super individual um, off the field as well. You know, you're not. I, he, here's me putting the curse of death on him now. Where's my touch wood here? That you're not going to see him falling out of nightclubs, you know, with, uh, with, with his eyes popping out of his head and, uh, and, and a slightly itchy tip of his nose. You know, at any stage, I don't think Ollie Watkins would be doing anything like that. He seems like a really solid individual. And uh, and that's that you know you need that you need to have players that uh, are, are are able to put on their big boy pants and take the take uh, the the watch take the 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 load on their shoulders and he seems to be doing that he is doing that as a striker and we need to keep him on form as I said before the game if you have a striker on form you always have a chance you absolutely always have a chance in the game if you have a striker in form um where are we. Uh, Patrick Hopkinson says the, the black shirt hoodoo is over. The black shirt hoodoo was killed at Southampton, if I'm not mistaken. Um, myself and Paddy were wearing the black shirts one day and we were laughing in the face of danger. Um, but yes, it's staying dead. That's what I like to see is uh, the more games we win with the black shirt on, the better, uh, for sure. Um, McGinn was back to his oh, where's that? Sai says McGinn was back to his classy sec to, to his best in the second half. I agree. And um, greetings from Anchorage, Alaska. Excellent. Great to have you, Paddy Collins. There's definitely there's definitely Irish in there somewhere if your name is Paddy Collins and you're uh <laughs> let us know. What a great start to the weekend. Absolutely. And for you, it's probably eight hours behind. So it's probably only now it's probably only about seven minutes past nine or seven minutes past what eight uh, eleven in the morning. So uh no, seven minutes past where's my math? Nine in the morning. Uh, so uh, you're definitely going to have a great weekend. Your weekend is off to a very, very good start. I'm um, going to flick down here. Um, uh, Paul O'Neill, I agree with this as well. Great result. Kudos to Emery. He knows how to change it up when needed. And shout out to Cash. Base game under the new regime. I absolutely agree with that too. Um, we have Matt is in. Matt Hanlon is in. He says, points for podcasters. Team Goodwell. Cash was a scrapper. Uh, I know Paddy will make his normal Bailey Campbell's, but he's but let's feel good. Well, I think he's I think he's justified that, that Bailey was a small little bit off form today, but it's fine, you know. When we get the results like that, and when it, the result is born of, I suppose Buendia coming on, which did kind of change, but it did change the game in our favor. He laid that ball onto McGinn for he had he assisted the assist for the penalty, <laughs> if there is such a thing. So um, yeah, as I say, look, we'll we'll definitely there's loads of positives to take from this. And uh, I know that they, that uh, Unai Emery absolutely will do that for sure. Um, where are we? Where are we? Just uh, a quick one for you guys. Uh, put it in the comments there. Who do you think, which team do you think had the more passes today? Do you think Aston Villa passed the ball more? Or do you think that Everton passed the ball more? Because if you think that Everton passed the ball more today... 
You'd be wrong. Aston Villa did. But isn't it mad? Like, when you watch the game like that, Everton had a lot more possession, specifically in the first half. And you'd think that maybe that they were a bit on top from that point of view. But no, Aston Villa uh, passed, had more passes today. And that's what I'm here for. I'm here for trying to own that, that possession. We own the possession as well, 53.2%. I think we did. It looked like we had more possession, but I thought that Everton might have uh, might have had a, bit, a few more passes than they actually did. But look, as I say, passes don't really mean anything if they don't end up in the ball going into the back of the net at some stage. Um, so I, I agree with you here as well. I thought Dino was solid. Um, uh, solid today. I, that's exactly what I would call him. I would call him solid as well. Didn't make any mistakes. Only went forward one or two occasions. Marshall Iwobi, the, uh, yeah, Iwobi was down down the, the right-hand side. Um, the left-hand side was uh, was a lot more open. The guys, the two guys over there had way more work to do. But uh, yeah, look at Dean. No, no qualms him today, you guys. Defensive duties, right? And fair play to him. I really, really um, have no, um, have no qualms over that. I suppose for sure. Um, guys, I think I'm going to wrap it up there. Standing on the word says we beat them in every department except they have more shots, uh, but same amount as us. We're off target. Um. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. I. I. Uh, it's it's a hard one to say that we be like they had more clear cut chances I think than we did. But look, at the end of the day, we had more more the ball, had more passes. Um. We looked like a more coherent unit, which was good away from home as well, which was good. We quite quite in the crowd when we needed to, which was good. So there was a bit more of a grown up performance I think from this team there, and I'm here for that. I'm all here for that. Um. And Paul Miller, yeah, we mentioned that as well. Big shout out for goal, for Ming's goal line uh, clearance as well. So, <coughs> guys, I think that's going to do it. I'm really sorry, a very shorter one. We will get, we will come back maybe tomorrow evening or maybe Monday with Paddy uh, to see what he thought of it. Um, but for now, Everton nil, Aston Villa two. We are level on points with uh, with Chelsea now, um, unless Chelsea have have. They haven't won because they haven't played. Yeah, we're level on points with Chelsea at the moment. Haven't played one more game. We're five points ahead of Crystal Palace and we're four points behind Brentford. So, you know, keeping us above there, 10 points off the relegation zone. Uh, Everton's still in the relegation zone at the moment. One point behind Leeds. You know, keep trucking on here. Guys, we've got a couple of more games coming up. We've got Crystal Palace coming up. We've got a couple of more games that we should be able to stick in there and, uh, you know, get points from. I'm not saying that we're going to win all our next games, but, you know, keep that points ticking over till we get to a situation whereby we are, um, we're safe first and foremost. And then secondly, uh, where we can maybe experiment more. I know people have called, uh, have mentioned previously, why are there two goalkeepers on the bench? I think if we, when, if and when we get safe, might be an opportunity then to maybe give Caden Young some some minutes at the end of the games. Maybe change, change, bring in some of those uh, some of those players from the the the, the younger uh, squads, the under twenty ones, the under twenty threes, whatever they're called now, and uh, and the under eighteen squads, and see what uh, what they can do with a couple of minutes towards the end of the year. Because um, I know that after one win there will be talks of Europe again. It's it's. Look, uh, we're four points off it in realistic terms behind Brighton, but look, like uh, I, I, I can't, I can't with any great countenance sit here and put my hand on my heart and say that I believe we're going to that we have a shot at getting Europe. I don't think we do. I just think that we consolidate our position for the time being, enjoy the win that we have, 
and see what the rest of the season brings. But until then, guys, everybody, I need to run away. I hope you all have a fantastic night, and I hope that uh, we will see you all safe and sound uh, over the next few days. We will be back on. Um, but thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for, for chatting today. Please give it a thumbs up if you can. Share it around. And uh, love you all. Have a great weekend. And all that's left to say is up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.